Alrighty, what's going on guys? Welcome back to the Airman Chronicles. This is episode 2, and we're going to be talking about mostly coronavirus, COVID-19, stuff like that. The one topic that everyone who hasn't been living under a rock for the past two years knows what it is. Um, I think recently there was something they were talking about in pretty much the whole country, especially Texas, where they were going to reopen everything. And I don't know why, because obviously stuff isn't better. Everyone's still getting sick. People are still dying, unfortunately. Um, and like in Florida, they had opened up all the beaches. Um, and, you know, their cases started going through the roof. Um, you know, so obviously don't, I don't think that'd be a good idea for everything to open up again. Uh, also, me being a jerk, I forgot to introduce Airman Jones. He's always here, always. He's currently petting my cat right now. You know, I have no animals, so this is a good change. Because <laughs> I'm not allowed to have animals right now. Oh yeah, he's a dormy. He lives in the dorms. So, um, what was the thing they said about Texas? They were opening everything else open, or were they just opening like specific businesses or what? No, I don't know what's official. I saw a couple things talking about that. Um, I know I was talking with someone yesterday that they wanted to open up things. And now I don't know if this is just Texas or if this is everywhere, but they want to start opening up stuff for two weeks mm -hmm. as a test period. And it's, I mean, one, two weeks is a long time. Maybe open yeah. everything for a week. Or how about just not open anything at all? Um, That'd probably be ideal. Because open everything in two weeks, knowing how the public is, because you can already tell by uh, even just the protest, which is the dumbest thing I can... I'll get into that later, but, um, you know, everyone's just going to go crazy. Yeah. Uh, all the civilians are just going to go everywhere. Uh, the common sense is just going to go through the roof. No one's going to think about anything that's going on. I guarantee most people are still going to wear masks, but um, it doesn't matter what... It matters what mask you wear, but even on base, I still see people wearing stuff like a bandana. I, like, I get you don't have a mask, but, like... Um, there's a lot of ways to make it or other stuff or order something but a bandana uh, especially for like even since just the beginning mm -hmm. um, I see a, probably a lot of civilians doing that because they don't have the resources to go make a mask like a sewing machine or something like that but right. uh, yeah they want to I don't know if this is for everywhere but some places want to open up with things for two weeks which is a pretty bad idea yeah, I agree. Um, oh, shit. Make sure I didn't just unplug my freaking microphone. Um, so, two things. I agree that the bandanas do not really do anything. I mean, obviously, they kind of... They combat against you sneezing, I guess. Or, like, coughing or whatever. But as far as, like, someone coughing on you or sneezing on you, which I don't know what douchebag would do that yeah um it doesn't really do anything yeah like I, I get like you're not gonna spread it but that doesn't mean it's gonna stop right you from getting it right so the second thing is uh i made an announcement on instagram facebook one of the two so we're gonna have a special guest uh unfortunately he is not gonna be able to make it he's not feeling too good um we were gonna have airman andrade well sorry ex-airman andrade he actually just got out of the air force so congrats to him um, but 
Hopefully next weekend he'll be able to come. And uh, we'll get him on the show. See what he has to say about stuff. Um, but anyways, yeah. the I think the most effective one is like a mask that has like a filter. That's what I've heard. Is that it has, as long as it has a filter, you're fine. You're yeah. good to go. And changing it out too. Because yeah. uh, what I noticed with my own mask, which I'm going to have to go to my shop and see if they can just cut me out another piece and put in it, mm. is that you're going to have to change them out every so often. I don't know how often. Obviously, I'm not an expert on masks or anything. Um, I think they said it was like every two weeks, two, three weeks or something like that. I might be way off, but... It would make sense. I don't wear... I only wear my mask um, if there's a lot of pilots in the fighter shop I'm working with right now, you know, obviously, so I don't get in trouble Mm -hmm. um, because we have to stay six feet apart. I mean, we're pretty much six feet apart anyways, but we have all pilots getting ready to step and go on their flight there's a lot of people and um not trying to get talked to by an officer so uh, i only wear my masks when there's a bunch of people that come in Mm -hmm. as well as shopping anywhere on base because kind of have to so i don't wear it too often but i already noticed that like my mask has a smell but Mm -hmm. it's not a bad smell it's pretty much like uh because obviously smells linger how long have you been wearing the mask well, I, be- I barely wear it. Oh, okay. Just, but the thing is, like, it's not, like I said, it's not a bad smell. Because um, smells will linger on stuff, clothes, you know, whatever, hair. Right. Um, so I can already smell stuff on the mask, like something I, I had ate or or anything, really. So it's just, I can smell a lot of different things. I can smell, like, the toothpaste off my breath, um, any sort of drink I was drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, we, ha- we have to start switching it out. Because even for me, who I don't wear my mask as much as other people do, right? Uh, I see people wearing the mask for driving, and I'm probably wearing it like a fourth the amount of other people. And, I don't. Uh, I don't get that. Why are you wearing your mask when you're in the car? That yeah, doesn't make sense to me. Just by yourself. Yeah, like you're not gonna get you know infected if you're wearing not wearing your mask in the car. I saw a guy running yesterday with a mask, and I was like, Bro, I would be dying. (laughs) I would be dying in a mask running. Especially depending on which one you're wearing. Like, if you're wearing, like, a face shield, like, I get it. It's it's very breathable, but also at the same time, that goes into play what we were talking about with the bandanas and stuff. Um, But, you know, the the mask that our job made, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you're using that one or other ones, but for people listening, those masks are just materials we have that we use for you know repairing stuff or just making patches or whatnot it's a it's a really warm material and it covers most our face yeah unfortunately it's a it's a good mask definitely mm-hmm. but uh i could not see myself running in it i can't i can't stay in that mask that's why i also don't wear it too much because it's like it's really really warm I have no need to, you know, go buy a mask because they already made me one. Yeah, but so, I can't. I can't walk into the commissary, the BX, with my mask on without sweating, like my whole face sweating. Yeah, my, it just like, feel nasty. Yeah, there's no circulation or anything. <clears throat> well, also I had my friend uh, make one for me, like homemade. Um, so that's probably why it's not as you know efficient as a professionally made mask. But at the same time, it's you know, it's effective in some way or form. Um. So, obviously, President Trump had said something that a lot of people, I feel like, took the wrong way. I didn't get too much into what he said. I saw a little bit about it, but I was like, everyone's blowing it up. I don't care. So, I watched the video with my wife yesterday, and 
he had said, like, is there some kind of, you know, basically, basically what he said, is there some kind of, you know, disinfectant that someone can, you know, inject or in, ingest to kill the coronavirus? Because obviously it goes through your lungs and kills the bacteria and stuff. I kind of, I, I get what he was trying to say. Like, he was trying to, you know, say that, uh, you know, is there some kind of, you know, medicine or some kind of chemical that we could ingest that's safe for us to you know, ingest or in, in, uh, inject or whatever to kill the virus if we have it. But a lot of people took it as literally him telling people to inject Lysol or drink bleach. And I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, if you take that that literally, you you need to readjust your priorities and how you <laughs> intake information because that's just absolutely ridiculous. Like, I, I, I kind of get where... Uh, President Trump's coming from um, I don't know if that's you know something he came up with himself mm. or he obviously has a lot of people in his ear telling him stuff mm-hmm. that's something maybe some professional said whatnot I don't know well he, but, he was saying like that's that was just his idea and he even said like I know I'm not a doctor or anything but I'm just you know someone with an idea and you know I totally get that 100% it's, a, it's an idea definitely but yeah. who would think of putting those specific chemicals that everyone's like taking around who would think about putting that into their body yeah exactly obviously not what he's talking about yeah no if you take that too literally then just if you have seen that video and you actually think he was talking about injecting Lysol into your bloodstream or drinking bleach you need to rewatch that video and say that and you know realize he didn't actually say drink bleach or in, or inject freaking uh, Lysol or whatever. Yeah, he said it was it was his di- his idea. I get it, but he wasn't saying it was like something they're gonna try. Just you know, yeah. proposing it, maybe seeing where people could take that idea. Right. Um, I feel like maybe he he could have like discussed it with you know his uh, um, advisors or a doctor or something beforehand, so he can kind of get an idea of what would possibly work. But you know, at the same time, he just wanted to have an idea. He was trying to you know voice his idea about it so I feel, I feel like people would take that took that way too seriously like there have been so many like literally news reports about him saying that that he wants people to inject Lysol and I'm like dude did you even watch the video I mean everyone takes everything he says too seriously yeah and th- that's like the thing I hate. like I don't mind Trump um, I think he's done a lot of good for us um, yeah. from the things I've seen and uh, cause I'm seeing something that talked about that like He's the president that has the most, um, was it, I, I would say probably media coverage, especially mm-hmm. compared to, like, uh, Obama, who started in 2008. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, there was, um, there was platforms and stuff to talk about him, obviously newscasts and stuff, um, but not as much as, like, what we have now. Right, So for I sure. think that's why Trump seems to be the most hated president versus others. Because now we have way more people being vocal on a lot of platforms versus all the presidents before. And that's not even just with the president, it's with people in general. Like, you can post one thing and then someone takes it the wrong way and it blows up and all that stuff. Uh, especially with us being in the military, we have to be super careful with what we post and what we say. Because we can actually get in trouble with you know our higher-ups and stuff like that. Yeah, and I, I would say a lot of people I've noticed in the military are pretty much Republicans. A, a lot of people I've met. Yeah. Um, I've actually not heard anyone say that they were, you know, liberal or something. You know, I don't know if they're uh, hiding that view because they're in the military. They don't want to say some extravagant things. They shouldn't. No, no. Um, but 
I just haven't heard it. Yeah. Especially because I heard one case where um, people on a commander's call when I first got here were complaining because the DFAC was playing the news. Mm-hmm. But they and they were playing it on this projector. But the thing is, they were, I don't remember what news channel they were playing, but it was more... It was it was a lot more liberal views Probably and like stuff like that. Public CNN, MSNBC, maybe? Probably something yeah. like that. And that was uh, actually making quite a few people mad because they were hating on stuff that like military values uh, stuff like that and like why is the why do they have this channel going on in the DFAC that's basically shitting on us and so I, I that must have took an effect at some point because then they stopped playing that channel mm-hmm. uh, almost entirely right but um, I really saw where that that they were coming from but most people I've met in the military seems to be Republican but honestly that's probably just who I've met it's one thing you know like a channel because of your political views which I don't watch the news in general because I don't enjoy watching the news. I just look on articles on, online and stuff. Um, but it's one thing to not like a news channel because of your political views, which I think is very close-minded. You know, you need to at least try and watch it and see what they have to say. But it's another thing to not like a news channel because they trash the military or they make the military look bad. So that I can kind of understand. And disrespect some of the yeah. values that we go for. Exactly. That I totally get. But we got way off topic. Holy crap. And start talking about politics and stuff. We're going to get in trouble. I definitely don't even want to talk about politics. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Exactly. You know, I would say I'm right in the middle when it comes to that stuff. I just saw a tweet from the coronavirus update. It says, President Trump says his comments on injecting disinfectant into patients to treat coronavirus were sarcastic. And I can understand. I can totally see him being a sarcastic person. He is a sarcastic person. Yeah, hundred percent. He just made a comment. I mean, is he not human? I, I, I get I, he's president, but does being president not mean you can uh, give your opinion or your own idea about something? It doesn't have to be official. He just he said it. I feel like he was just kind of casually saying, like, "Is there some kind of you know disinfectant or something that we can inject?" Like, just he didn't, I don't think he literally meant like inject disinfectant. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's curious. He, yeah. He said he's not a doctor or anything. Yeah. Obviously. Um, and I mean, he's nowhere in that field. He's a businessman, so the the freaking maker of Lysol and Detol had to release a statement um, that said, "Under no circumstance should our disinfectant products products be administered into the human body." Well, duh. Yeah, like obviously, <laughs> you don't have to make that statement. Which then again, there were people that were eating freaking Tide Pods a few years ago, so I guess. It probably makes you look better to yeah. actually make that statement in case someone stupid enough actually does inject it. Even with the whole Tide Pod thing, like, like I get the joke on why I was going. I don't. But like, I really don't. And, but all because all you really have to do was just pop it with your mouth and just rest there. But somehow these people were like ingesting it. Yeah, like, they would bite it and swallow it. Yeah, that unfortunately I knew some people who did it, but when they had did it, even just saying that uh, what the product. Their, uh, what happened was that they just popped it yeah it was in their mouth but they quickly just spit it out afterwards yeah like quickly the second they like released all the liquids from it mm-hmm. and I'm like okay I mean dumb idea that you did it in the first place but at least you you know smart isn't a word I would say in that situation but at <laughs> least you were smart enough to just release it out of your mouth right they after. weren't they didn't go full stupid they went like 80-85% stupid just by putting it in the freaking mouth to yeah. begin with 
the ones who adjusted it went full 100 stupid like when that was a meme I thought that was really funny dumb but I was like I'm never gonna do that uh so let's see I'm kind of just scrolling to the coronavirus update Twitter right now uh we didn't really prepare we're a little underprepared for this episode unfortunately so I apologize um but you move a little closer because you sound a little quiet um Maybe my mic just sucks. Who knows? But, um, yeah, we didn't really take any points like we did with the last uh, episode. We actually had, like, a whole list of stuff that we were going to talk about when you hit every single one of them. Um, so I'm kind of just scrolling through the coronavirus Twitter right now. So let's see. New York reports its lowest number of COVID patients in hospitals since April 1st. That's awesome since it literally began in New York. I think it didn't begin in New York. Well, it started in China, in China obviously. Yeah. But, like, as far as the U.S. I would, it would make sense to be over there, heavily populated. Yeah. A it lot was, of people. Dude, it was a crazy amount of people. But it was cool, because I've only been to New York once. Absolutely beautiful place. Um, but I was starting to see pictures that, like, a lot of places were just clear people, which is crazy, because when I went over, it's, it's, like, it's exactly like the movies. Like, it's so packed over there. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, to see, like, places like Times Square... I saw a picture and I only saw maybe 11 people walking and I was like, wow, that's, that's amazing. So though, as of right now, at least according to Google, it was updated less than two hours ago, they have 272,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus. Um, but there's also like another one that says 150,000. Of the United States or in total? No, and just in New York City. Oh, in New York. Yeah. No, or sorry, just New York State. New York City. Oh, and that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah New York City has 150,000, and 18,000 have recovered. Uh, unfortunately, 11,500 have died, um, which sucks. Which really is does. crazy, because that thing I was just looking at said, because obviously we don't know the definitive number yet, but something I just saw before the podcast said like 52,000 people, was it? Yeah. I think it was died that's crazy just to be like one fifth yeah it was in the people and that's just in one state that was just one state oh I thought it was the whole country no I mean uh, that uh, 11,000 people oh the 11,000 people okay yeah that's like damn one place already has a fifth of the deaths that's crazy uh so let's see so there's an article published yesterday by a New York news channel MSNBC I believe uh, it says first New York antibody study antibody ugh, I can't talk today what the hell first New York antibody study finds millions infected daily deaths hit lowest level in weeks do you mind don't mind <laughs> uh, so it was updated today but it was up, it was uh, posted yesterday uh, so it says up to 2.7 million New Yorkers may have been infected with coronavirus more than 10 times the number of confirmed cases According to preliminary results from the state's first antibody study, less than two months ago, there were zero known cases here. How did the virus spread so dramatically fast? Uh, it was here well before New York City reported its first case on March 1st, possibly as early as late January, researchers from Northeastern University say. Dang. It was there two months prior, or just, over, just under two months prior to them even finding out that they had it in the city. Now, see, I've, I watched some conspiracy theories and stuff, and this is, like, this might be an unpopular opinion or whatnot, but <clears throat> I think, like, so a year has 365 days. That's 
that's a long time for anything. Mm. Um, I'm 20. How has something like this not happened, you know, in my lifetime or just not happened in, in general? Um, I wish we could have, you know, all the, um, you know, the all the actual stats that come from China. Um, There's I, no way they're going to give them up. Now. Yeah, just they, you know right now. for a fact, they're not going to. Um, but honestly, like, it's it's just it's too crazy to be by chance. Mm. Um, I just I don't see one thing starting this. I I kind of feel like there has to be some sort of like foul play when it comes to this because this spread really really fast well it was made in a lab and they <clears throat> I'm using air quotes right now accidentally released the coronavirus on their own people but I saw somewhere online it was like an article that said that Wuhan I think that's how you pronounce it Wuhan is where it started was actually closed off from the rest of China yeah does that, does that freaking tell you anything? Yeah. Just I'm I'm not gonna go into full conspiracy theory like Alex Jones style, but I'm just saying that's a little that's a little sus. I just I think it's just it's too crazy. It's it just sounds too crazy to be by accident. Right. It, it could be by accident, but it's not like it, it had to be created versus just something that would have randomly happened. Or because there's obviously the joke about the guy eating the bat. Yeah, that too. But I'm like, that's clearly not the reason why. I've seen so many memes about that. <laughs> you know, that's what they've been doing. They eat some crazy things over there. They really um, do. Because there, there has to be some foul play. Because look how, yeah, this could have been under the rug for a couple months or something like that. But it was under the rug for that long. But look how fast it spread over here. Yeah. It's it's not just something common. It's there's something there's something else with it. I don't know exactly, none of us actually do, but I want to see how Japan's doing, because if it got to us so fast, did it go through Japan first? So let's see. So I'm looking at this freaking title, by just the title itself, and it says 12,000 coronavirus cases, but only 345 deaths. In Japan? Yeah, in Japan, the whole country. And 1,500 have recovered or were discharged. But only 345 out of 12,000 compared to the numbers we have. I'm, I'm curious, like, because I know a lot of people go to Japan. I know a lot of people go to China, but right. I'm curious what their relationship with each other is mm. um, and how their... Uh, traveling goes and stuff like that because I'd uh, say it's mostly by boat. Uh, yeah, I would say it, it sounds rather strict though. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if you had that many, just that low amount of deaths, um, I'm just curious. Like, it, it has to be way stricter than us because look how fast we got it. Yeah. Look how much we got it compared to a country that's right connected to China. Japan's surprisingly clean. Like they're <laughs> super super clean. Like, have you seen their subways, dude? I love everything about Japan. Dude, their subways are Dude, like that. Their subways are like hospitals. Like they're so clean because they pick up after themselves. They don't leave trash everywhere as compared to, you know, New York City. It's a whole freaking sewer just in the subway. Like rats and trash and crap everywhere. Um, but in Japan it's actually a law if you are sick and you go out to public places you have to wear a medical mask. Doesn't matter what you have, as long as you wear a medical mask or as long as you have some kind of illness, like a flu or something like that, you have to wear a medical mask. I might be a little off about that, like the actual law, but 
Um, I'll look it up really quick. But yeah, they have to wear a medical mask if they're sick. I mean, that makes sense. And they also wear masks when they go to uh, places too. Like mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them. And I saw this at the college in Arizona, one of them. And um, a lot of the foreign students who had just got there, um, especially um, the Japanese students, they would wear masks uh, because they're not used to the stuff that's over here. They don't want to contact, uh, contract it or they're also you know sick or something, but they're pretty much the main people I saw wearing masks all the time. Japanese? Yeah, because at first I was like, I know before the coronavirus that some people were, were wearing masks just as like a fashion statement, but people who were continuously wearing masks were them. So they were doing it pretty right when it comes to, you know, if they're sick or if they're in a new place. So apparently the prime minister of Japan um, offered people like cloth mask instead of actually calling for a lockdown. So it says facing calls to declare coronavirus state of emergency, Japanese prime minister Shinzo Abe, 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 Shinzo Abe, oh, I'm not butchering that was derided on social media on Thursday for instead offering people... This is, like, April 1st, by the way, so it's a little old, but... Um, was derided on social media on Thursday for instead offering people cloth masks, pointing to growing frustration with his handling of the crisis. Abe's... Abe, I'm just going to say Abe's, because it's spelled Abe. Abe's offer of free mask two per household came the day after experts had warned Japan was on the brink of a medical crisis as cases rose, especially in Tokyo. Prime Minister said on Wednesday Japan was barely holding the line in its battle against the virus. The Prime Minister launched his offer to send cloth masks out while wearing one in a meeting of the government task force late on Wednesday. The mask will be sent to all of Japan's more than 50 million households. Holy crap. 50 million households starting the week after next, first to areas seeing a spike in cases. But their numbers are super low as opposed to everything else. Like, they only have 12,000 cases, and I've only had over 300 deaths. Yeah. Like, that's... Obviously, what he's doing is working. And that's of today. I was updated today at 3. Like, we touched on how the masks, like, even if it's just cloth or something thin like that, yeah, that's not going to prevent you from getting it, but at least if you have it, um, and they're wearing the mask, I don't know how strict they are to wearing them, mm-hmm. but um, if they enforce that pretty well, cloth or not... It's still such a good idea because if you have it, you know, you're stopping other people from getting it and you can just let it just run through your body, run its own course. Exactly. And it can leave or, you know, you get sick of the hospital or die or whatnot, however <laughs> the situation is going. But um, at least they have some sort of thing stopping them. The way you made it sound is like, yeah, you can just, you know, get sick, get rid of it, you know. If you have to go to the hospital, it's fine. If you got to die, you know, whatever. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I'll be a little bit jealous, but... <laughs> Just make your prayers, you know, go go get your pastor before you die. Um, that's crazy, though. I, I didn't know that Japan had such low numbers. But at the same time, it doesn't surprise me, because Japan has always been about very... You know, has always been a very hygienic country, a very clean country, that, that, as far as I can tell. That makes me curious about, what's the cases in Germany? Is Germany because I, um, I took German in high school and um, and then I continued some stuff afterwards. I'm gonna get into it at some point again um, after I finish all my job stuff. Um, I want to start doing that again for college. But 155,000 cases and just under 6,000 deaths. Damn, 
Because but Germany's like a, an amazing place. But a hundred nine thousand have recovered. Hundred nine thousand. Hundred nine thousand out of uh, hundred fifty five. See, that's good. Um, so it says active ca- active cases. So currently infected patients is thirty six thousand, almost thirty seven in mild condition, and only tw- uh, just under three thousand in serious or critical condition. So that's seven percent of those cases. And that's pretty crazy too, because um, Germany is not even a big place. No, um, really isn't. my teacher was always comparing it to the size, because that's where she had grown up. Um, she was always comparing it to the size, and I never knew it was this small. Mm-hmm. But she always said it <clears throat> was the same size as Montana, and I was like, "There's no way." The second she said that, I was like, "Germany's that small?" It is. And it really yeah, is. Because you can yeah, you can drive across it, you know, yeah. relatively not too long, uh, still hours, but. Um, and hearing about how they are economically and um, I mean kind of sound better than us in, in some ways um, when it comes to you know simple things like we'll have a we'll have a, a trash can and a recycle bin yeah. they have several different things oh yeah where they mix it all so they're and they you know they got specific rules and stuff so they're a pretty good uh, country so I'm actually surprised <clears throat> to hear that they had drastically a lot more deaths than Japan well, <clears throat> I actually went up to Germany when I went to Italy when I was 16. My dad lived in Italy for like six, seven years. Um, he lived like an hour outside of Venice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that was an hour outside by train. Yeah. If you drove by car, it'd be a couple hours. Um, but anyways, I, we went up to, to Dachau, the concentration camp in Germany, and we went on the freaking Autobahn, which was awesome because there was no freaking speed limit. I've always heard about it. I wanted to go on that so bad. It's, dude, so. It sounds like me going back to Tucson. <laughs> do you know the Autobahn has like one of the lowest uh, car accident rates in the world? Or I think it's just in Europe, I'm not sure. But they have such low car accident rates because there's no speed limit. Well, there, I think there is set speed limits, but you. It depends on what area of the Autobahn you're on. But, like, just the main strip of the Autobahn, you can go as fast as you want, basically. But because you can go as fast as you want, people pay attention more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're actually, like, looking out to make sure no one's, like, speeding up behind them or about to wreck into them, you know? And over there, if someone turns on their blinker, they're not asking you to get over. They're saying, hey, I'm going to get over. So as soon as you see that blinker, you need to, like, get away from them because they're going to run into you if you don't move. But, um... Anyways, we were going through the Audubon, and we got to, um, before we got to Dachau, and I'm looking, and it's, it's freaking gorgeous, dude. Like, Germany is so beautiful. Yes. So is Italy. Yeah, I love you. I love Italy, dude. I'd I want to go back there so I bad. would literally do anything to get stationed over there. So those two places. I mean, shh, put it in. If, yeah. Talk to your supervisor. If it was like, hey, we'll send you to Germany for two years, I'd be like, bet. Cool. <laughs> I'll stay in for 20 then. Yeah, there so, you go. <laughs> Um, I'm doing the full 20 hell yeah. full 20 just for two years of Italy or just <laughs> two years of Germany because the amount of places you could visit would be insane not right now right but uh, after all this is down and before because there all that stuff in Europe is so close you go to Germany then you can go anywhere you want mm-hmm. you know and I've always like I'm a big train person but I've never actually gone on a train that's on my bucket list um, and dude, I'd be going on the train all the time. It's such a beautiful and economically, economically just great area. Right. I'm so jealous of everyone that got everyone I know that got stationed over there. It's like five people. Yeah, I've heard Ramstein is like the place to be. That in yeah. Vienna. <clears throat> like, I've I've heard nothing but good things about Germany as far as like being in the air force and the military. Yeah, Another place I want to go to is Japan, which 
once all this stuff is over, we actually plan on going. Yeah. Uh, so if you are stationed here at Holland Air Force Base in our squadron and preferably our flight, and you want to go to Japan, just hit us up. Um, if you don't know, I think I listed our social media in the last episode, so if you want to do that, just go to our last episode. Hit us up, let us know if you want to go to Japan in, I think you said, late January? Yeah, it's so it's a pretty serious inquiry because it's a place I've always wanted to go to. Mm. Um, the, the reason for it being early next year is because another person that seems for certain to go would be another guy that's in, um, in our job, and <clears throat> that's when he gets relatively back from uh, his deployment. And we've already both been setting money aside. He's going to be able to get that money pretty easily because he's going to save a lot more. I'm going to interrupt you there. Going. I'm going to interrupt you there. That's actually a good, uh, you know, piggyback, I guess, to go support us on Patreon <clears throat> so we can pay for the Japan trip. That'd be awesome. Yeah, make, sure, it, make sure you pick the, uh, the the highest tier, the Master Sergeant tier, I believe is what I put. And if you decide to do that and go, it's a... Uh, your money's still going back to you. Exactly. So, I actually want to um, go. I actually want to go over our Patreon really quick. I'm sorry I interrupted you twice right. there. Um, I'm such a douche. Gosh. Uh, let's see. I don't even know if I can pull it up on here. Oh, I can. So, we have a three dollar tier, which you will get a shout out during one of our episodes. Um, and it's called the Airman Basic Pledge. Don't take that the wrong way. I know Airman Basics. Or Airman Basics, they're slick sleeves. We're still people. Exactly, they're still people. It's fine. They they do the best they can. <laughs> uh, my buddy was actually a slick sleeve when he got here, and he put on rank, which you know, which is a while ago. But congrats to him. Um, and then we have the E Four Mafia pledge, which is a ten dollar pledge. Um, and whenever you've got a question, you'll be one of the few that can answer through polls. So whenever I post polls on the Patreon, uh, you'll be able to answer it, vote, stuff like that. Uh, plus you'll get a shout out as well um, and then you have the master sergeant pledge if you really roll in that bank that was while I was cringy I should never say that again That's okay. <laughs> the, the master sergeant pledge which is $35 a month it's a $35 tier you'll get ad free content whenever I eventually start putting freaking ads on these videos or uh, um, podcast episodes um, and you'll get all the other previous uh, benefits so you'll get You'll be able to vote in the polls, and you'll get a shout-out. And you will just... You'll, you'll enjoy it, I promise you. Uh, you'll love it. It's the, it's the best here, I promise. Um, but anyways, so what you were saying... Sorry, yeah, just, to, just to finish off that Japan trip for anyone interested, it's... Um, uh, it'd be beginning of next year, because uh, I'm going regardless if anyone's going. Because um, I've always just wanted to take a trip, especially if it's spontaneous. Um... But they for certain want to go as well, so if anyone would like to join, um, I would probably start saving now because it can get pretty costly. Mm-hmm. But uh, pretty much, <clears throat> just save up money for your ticket, save up money, you know, for the tickets there and back, and as well as you know, we're going to be buying a lot of stuff over there. And if you plan on going anywhere, not just Japan, Japan with us, which is probably the only trip you need to be taking because it's the best, but. If you are going to take a trip anywhere, I would suggest booking the tickets as soon as you can because air, airline tickets are so freaking cheap, cheap, dude. Like, an airline ticket from here to California was, like, just over 100 bucks. It was, like, just, like, it was between 100 and 150 And that was for a round trip, like, going there and back. Like, dude, if, if this wasn't, if I was able to go visit somewhere, I would 100% 
go as fast as I could. Yeah. Like, that's uh, $200 to go to freaking California? <clears throat> like, holy crap, dude. Because I'm going on a trip in August, you know, praying that it still happens to right. uh, meet a, a best friend of mine who I've had for years who, uh, you know, you can make some pretty good friends over your, uh, you know, whatever gaming console mm-hmm. you play. Oh, I've known this guy for years, uh, met him through... Gaming, um, gaming buddies. My, yeah, I met him through my best friend who I've seen personally, um, but they were they met on Xbox for eight years, mm-hmm. but um, they uh, met, but I'm hoping to go on that trip. I just... That trip would probably be sooner if they let us leave. I'd probably make it in late June, early July with how cheap the flights are. I saw a round trip and that thing was cheap to Virginia. Super cheap, dude. My uh, my stepdad paid for my mom to take a, a trip. I forgot where it was. I forgot where it was, but he, he paid for her airplane ticket and it was like just over $200 or $300 or something like that to do like a trip throughout multiple states. That's good. And I'm like, dude, holy crap. Plus, my stepdad's very well off financially, so it doesn't really matter to him anyways. But And those prices are really nice because what I could, what I got from leaving our tech school for our job, which was uh, Shepherd mm-hmm. in Wichita Falls, uh, Texas, Ugh. going there to Tucson, which, you know, it's a pretty considerable far drive, but it's really not that big of a distance. I still paid over 300 yeah shout out to the shepherd dogs by the way if you know what i'm talking about if you've ever been to shepherd you know exactly what i'm talking about um i must yeah. be living under a rock because i you don't know what a shepherd to... dog is no you never seen those huge freaking rabbits that run around shepherd is that what they call them yeah the shepherd dogs <laughs> of course i saw those rabbits i saw like a million of them a day dude oh my god those things were huge yeah how'd they have so many which is crazy i have no idea i really don't but they were still fun to see Dude, I'm really curious how tech school's doing with this whole coronavirus stuff. Probably just doing the same thing, just with masks and shutting down, like, the Airman Club and stuff like that. Now, I saw some things with basic training, too. I don't know if they were just jokes or not, but, you know, keeping the, the distance. And I saw some pictures of uh, people in the DFAC or them doing stuff outside. I'm just like, if they're doing that during basic, that's that's wild. Whoever's going through basic right now, and if that's actually true, oh, and not just, like... A meme that someone posted. Yeah, that's crazy. Imagine that being your t- uh, basic training experience. That should be our next episode talk topic, by the way. Oh, uh, basic training. Dude, oh, I man. actually, <laughs> I actually really loved basic training. Honestly, Same. I would say I've been in for a year and a half, uh, coming up in like a month, mm-hmm. and I would say that was probably the best. I did did not care for tech school, um, but basic training. Obviously, the first week's a little rough, but depending on your flight, which with my flight we all connected first few days <clears throat> basic training was amazing yeah. so I would suggest like if you know anyone going to basic training I would just give them some personal advice and say have fun with it because it yeah. is really fun I mean obviously you take it seriously as well because um, if you just joke around all the time then the MTI is going to chew you a new one but oh I know just basically just do what you're told don't screw around all that stuff yeah um anyways, back to coronavirus. Uh, so, as of two days ago, this is based off the Twitter I'm looking at, there have been 840,000 cases of coronavirus in the U.S., 47,000 deaths, and 84,000 recoveries. I'm curious what the stats of that compared to the flu is. Because, like I was saying earlier, like I don't want to get too into... Um, the conspiracy theories because I'm a very skeptical person but um, 
that's those are really high fucking those are really high freaking numbers you know yeah this is just way too crazy whoa okay so CDC estimates that from October 1st 2019 through April 4th 2020 there have been 39 million to 56 million flu illnesses 18 million to 26 million flu medical visits 410,000 to 740,000 flu hospitalizations, 24,000 to 62,000 flu deaths. Um, so the deaths that are... Is the states? Uh, I believe that's the United States. Let's see. Yes, that's in the U.S. alone. Damn, that's... Okay, so obviously the infection rate of the flu is, you know, crazy. Significantly but, more. <laughs> but the death toll... Of the the death of which is just... Wow. Yeah, for sure. The death that's for just, the flu is way less... Um, but still, that's that's crazy. Jim, even, even just hearing about this in the beginning, I don't... I would never have thought it would have got this serious. I thought the coronavirus was going to be maybe hugely talked about for just a few weeks just yeah. you know how about the whole world war three stuff um i thought it was just going to be like that i i was hating hearing anything about the coronavirus because it was so annoying it really was everyone, i agree everyone was talking about it and then uh you know i also didn't expect to uh get called to a small meeting at the shop for uh on a friday saying hey so um you guys will not be going to work for three weeks that was probably the craziest news. I got it ended up being two weeks for me. I got it through text. And I think it was... I want to say it was two weeks. Maybe it was just one week. I don't remember. But, um, yeah. I had been told through text that I wasn't supposed to come to work for the next three weeks. And that last, like, two weeks, I think. And then I went to work at the other shop. Yes, yeah, same with here. Uh, I think we only have two coworkers that straight up haven't been to work at all. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to one yesterday, Clark, mm-hmm. uh, who ever since this started, he, he has not been to work at all. Because uh, we were on a call at the gym yesterday because he gave me a random call, but uh, another airman of ours, uh, um, Aaron Brown, took care of uh, his dog and stuff. But um, he was telling me that, because this has been over a month now, mm-hmm. so he says he hasn't worked in like, a month and a half Jeez. just because of where his wife works yeah I don't remember exactly where he said uh, she works she it's works. like a youth center something like that yeah it's like a medical youth center or something yeah. like that I don't know and uh, so because of her uh, he doesn't have to go to work and I was at the same time I was like damn kind of jealous but at the same time <laughs> he was like dude I'm going crazy dude, I, no. I can't just stay home like this I would lose my mind two holy weeks holy crap two weeks was already I was like dude let me go back to work. Yeah. I, went to, I never thought I would say that. I was at work last week, and just this week alone has already started making me go stir-crazy. Well, yeah, you got to find stuff like you enjoy. Like, for me... Um, Which is why I started this podcast, by the way. I would say, like, I was I was pretty big into anime before all this coronavirus stuff, but this has given me so much time to get into it. Weeb. That was, like, exactly... <laughs> I, I love... And that was, like, prime inspiration for going on this Japan trip. But, I dude, I've already watched five-plus... Uh, large animes just in this time like it's it's insane and uh but like that's the only thing that got me through all this stuff not even video games could get me through two weeks off dude I, i've been contemplating starting uh like live streams on twitch just playing video games but my computer sucks i'm waiting for a new piece of ram to come in so hopefully that'll fix it but um uh freaking i was gonna start doing live streams on twitch doing like gaming videos and stuff like that but 
I'm not sure yet. I would like to. I just, I'm going to wait to start doing that stuff when I get a computer set up. Mm. Um, I have my gaming laptop and my Xbox and stuff. I plan on um, getting the new consoles that come out, the, the PS5 and the new Xbox yeah. uh, right away. But um, I just don't have room in my dorm. My dorm yeah. is There's... so small. I have, I barely even have room to play my computer. Well, not my computer, my gaming laptop. So that's why I mainly just use my Xbox because I can just sit on my bed. Yeah, and then those those dorms are pretty tiny. But um, so let's see, we're getting like way off topic, like every five minutes. Sorry about that. Not sorry. Uh, so let's see. Sweden reports 812 new cases of coronavirus, and only 131 new deaths. 812 new cases. 112, yeah, that's new what cases. Heck, man. And that comes for a total of 17,567 cases and 2,152 deaths. How many thousand cases? Uh, 17,000. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Is, is Sweden the, uh, no, I don't know for certain, no, I think it was Switzerland. Isn't Switzerland, you know, the reported perfect place? Where, what is their amount? I think... Because that's like even the hard place to even get a citizenship into. I think that was... I think I know what you're talking about. You said Switzerland? Yeah, Switzerland. Switzerland. Hard to get citizenship into, and I just heard it was an amazing place all around for everything. That's just what I heard. I don't know too much about it. Let's see. Oh. They got 28,000 cases and 1,500 deaths, but 21,000 out of that 28,000 have recovered. That's nuts. Yeah. That means they just have, like... A little bit over 5,000 people with the cases right now. That's wild. Yep. Now, I don't know their population, but that's that's still really good. Uh, I think, oh, gosh. Did you say bad. Japan had deaths? Uh, it was like three-something, three, three something, I think. Just 3,000? Yeah, it was very, Around very low. Yeah. It was very low. Let me see. I literally just had it. Where is it? There it is. 345 deaths. That's it. In where? Japan. Oh, 345 deaths. That is insane how low that That's is. That's amazing. So let's see. Well, I'm getting freaking notifications from Facebook on my computer. Uh, so let's see. Like, that still plays into, we've talked, um, you know, our opinions on masks and stuff. It... Even if it's unfortunately just a cloth mask, mm-hmm. just make sure you have something, because just look look at Japan. How even if a lot of people just have cloth masks, they're doing it right. Yeah. If they have that low numbers, not to say we're doing anything wrong, not to say it's our fault, but we we still have a lot of people. We should probably be taking some inspiration. This is other this is gonna solidify your point right now. Switzerland has a population as of twenty twenty. Of 8,654,622 people. 8 million? 8 million. Only 28,000 people have it out of 8 million. That's crazy. That is... Now, I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something right. Same with Japan. Let me see. And take in mind, Japan's literally connected to China. Yeah. So, I expected them to have some pretty high numbers, but no. Uh, Swiss researchers developed methods to sniff out coronavirus in the air... Uh, let's see. In recent months, people across many different fields have tried to take what they know and pivot it toward the challenges 
posed by a COVID-19 outbreak, some that you may expect, such as diagnostics, healthcare, and tech companies, of course. Oh, excuse me. And some you may not. Switzerland's National Institute for Applied Materials Sciences, known under the Germany acronym IMPA, E-M-P-A, typically works in energy... Okay, this is all stuff that's... Okay, whatever. Uh, let's see. Here we go. The dem to demonstrate its accuracy, I'm guessing... So, okay, wow, wow, hold up. <laughs> the device also contains a second detection method that fires a laser, freaking laser beams, at the nanostructures and confirms the presence of the virus by changes in the amount of heat produced. To demonstrate its accuracy and proof of concept, the researchers tested the device against the novel coronavirus SARS-CoV-2, as well as its predecessor, the strain behind the SARS outbreak in the early 2000s, which contains slightly different RNA. So, there was already a coronavirus outbreak in the early 2000s. I didn't even know about that. What the hell? I think I think I heard the, some different things about... Um, I saw some posts coming out that some products had some stuff that said coronavirus on it and Lysol. things. Um, so, like... It was the... Uh, I think I, it was the disinfectant wipes. Yeah, I heard that there's different strands of it and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, I don't know... Well, you know what's up with this specific one or even if this this might not be one thing this might just be uh, you know multiple different things inside the coronavirus it could just be it could have so many different um, I don't even know the word so this, this is a <clears throat> the one we're dealing with now is a genetically modified uh, strain of the coronavirus which is you know it's COVID-19 is what that strain is um, I don't know a lot about coronavirus obviously I don't know a lot about the whole strain thing and everything but obviously if they could already get through a coronavirus outbreak we can get through this one you know I mean freaking America and all that stuff yeah they might have had the you know the not so severe version yeah that might be a way lesser version than this one is I may be wrong not saying we're not going to get through it but it might be you know more intense than the last one early 2000s or 2000s early 2000s so like between 2000 2005 uh, which contains slightly different NRA, RNA, not NRA. Uh, the sensor was able to distinguish between the two, but more development work needs to be done to create a system capable of monitoring a wide area for the pathogen. This includes building a system for drawing in air, concentrating the aerosols, and releasing the RNA from the virus, according to researchers. So Switzerland's on top of their stuff. They're, they know what they're doing. Freaking, they're literally making laser beams to fight the freaking coronavirus. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Uh, let's see. So, as of 20 minutes ago, the worldwide cases overview, for, according to Wikipedia, the worldwide confirmed cases are 2.83 million people. 799,000 have recovered, and only 198,000 have died. That's in the entire world. Yeah. Which, it does suck that that many people have died. I, I, you know, God rest her soul. But that's such a low number compared to the amount of people that have already recovered and the people that have had confirmed cases. Yeah. But, dude, I want to know this straight up. Like, I want to know the actual uh, facts that China has. They're not I gonna really want to know that. Not happening. Because that number's probably going to change. Not, not going to happen. Just so yeah. you know right now. They're not going to for a fact. Uh, let's see. So, apparently the U.S. has the most coronavirus deaths, which is 51,000. 
according to this Twitter account. Uh, and then the second is actually Italy, which that sound that I heard that Italy was getting hit really hard with the coronavirus because there's a lot more <clears throat> there's a lot more elderly people that live there. Yeah. So their immune systems are you know, weaker, but um, their cases is twenty five thousand nine hundred sixty nine. What's crazy to me is, like, even when this all started, uh, I hated some of the ignorance that some people were saying. Um, this is just my opinion, but in the beginning, you had people going, guys, don't worry, you're not going to get it. It's only going to be older people and uh, and kids and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'll be honest. pretty much, like, you can see all the people that have got it at this point. I'll be honest, I did think that at first. I did, too. And then I started seeing cases of people, like, in their 20s and 30s getting it, and I'm like, oh, crap, okay. Yeah, this is more serious than I thought. Yet there's still, like, still people saying that stuff. (sighs) And you know what's ridiculous to me is, um, you know, I won't call out these places, but there's a place relatively close to us, Las Cruces, that um, these protests are really just annoying me there's this there's this one and it had 20 plus 30 plus people all coming together and they were parked in front of a sign and they had all their cars and stuff like that uh even with the ignorance of thinking oh uh if i'm not uh, you know old or a kid i'm not gonna get it they still had they had all these people who were just you know adults that just look like you know late 20s early 30s whatever um but this, that little protest that they did with some hashtags, I'm going to have to look on my phone because I screenshotted it, but um, it's right here behind me. Um, <laughs> speaking of ignorant. Um, <laughs> but they had kids at that protest. So Dude. I'm thinking even simple-minded people um, knew that it's going to affect um, you know, weaker immune systems, yet they had several kids mm-hmm. at this protest. I get it, they're your kids and stuff but like that. Um, let me find that screenshot but um they were saying some dumb things like um if we got it you got it stuff like that and i'm just like are you kidding me um and if you do get it guess what you you're in a crowded group right now when they're telling you to stay home Mm -hmm. or just stay away from crowded groups now you have this group of 20 30 plus people all together but makes it worse is you have children there you're not just an adult in your 20s or 30s you have children they're young children i'm not Mm -hmm. talking about teens i'm talking about kids now, I can understand like if you live with them then that argument of oh if I have it they have it that makes sense like I, I made that argument you know with my wife like if I live with her and she has it or I have it we both have it um, but as far as like a widespread like oh every, if I have it everyone else has it like what no that doesn't even make sense they were going through hashtags uh, saying well the article uh going by what someone said what they were mainly saying was if I got it you got it and they were holding uh, defiance of the COVID-19 orders which don't go against the orders yeah if you, if you do have fun getting sick and their hashtags were ride or dies if I got it you got it uh, non-essentials okay cool if you're not essential that doesn't mean gather because guess what now you're really not going to be essential yeah now you're, you're not now you're not essential and possibly going to die they're you're sick and now they're really not going to let you around other people mm-hmm. um which I, I and they also said uh what their place the hashtag you know their city strong i'm like okay i get it you're strong for you know the city you're in but that doesn't make your city strong you're just going to make it worse and to top it off their last hashtag was i hope you don't like it 
What? What? Are you kidding me? And those are literally the hashtags right there. Call Carol Baskin. <laughs> That's, I didn't even want to mention that one. I haven't even. I haven't seen Tiger King. Everyone's hype of it. I really don't want to watch it because of that. Dude, that show's nuts. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'll watch it at some point, but I'm oh, gonna wait man. till this all goes down. Yeah, you're gonna freaking feel bad for Joe Exotic, even though he did some pretty crappy stuff to the tigers and everything. That man's nuts. But at the same time, like at the end of the show, you're gonna feel bad for him. Like you're gonna be sympathetic. Yeah, I already know what happens at the end because yeah. it's like not only do people have to talk about whatever shows, or everyone gets this hype of one show, and then ruin every detail. Yeah, I already so know I what happens it. at the end, so it's like I know what's gonna come. Mm-hmm. Which that's what happens. Unfortunate. That's what happened with uh, freaking uh, Infinity War when it first came out. I didn't want to see it because I was waiting to finish all the other Marvel movies, and people just started spoiling it left and right. I'm like, dude. Now I can't even watch How it. many did you have to uh, still have to watch? I had a lot. Like, I was so behind on my Marvel movies. I the, still am. Like, the I've, only one I didn't watch was uh, Captain Marvel. I still really don't want to watch it. It's not bad. It's really not bad. Brie Larson's okay. She's all right as an actress, but she actually did pretty well in the movie. I, yeah, I like her. I just didn't like her portrayal in in Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, well, actually not Infinity War. Um, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. I really did not like her portrayal because they... <clears throat> they, I know this off topic, but this is just a personal opinion. But like, you know, at, at the end of Infinity War in a cutscene, they show like her. She's gonna be the main, you know, person who's gonna take everything down. Then yeah. you, they, they put that person in the next movie, and barely anything happens. She, you know, it looks like she has everything under control. But I hate that they put one person as and like, oh, uh, I, you know, I'm gonna stop this all by myself. When she gets sucker punched, <laughs> and, like, I don't see what happens to her afterwards. But um. Uh, either way, when it came to watching the movie, uh, <clears throat> I only needed that, and I waited. I, I waited outside the tech school movie theater for anywhere from three to five hours. Holy crap! I was, dude. I was the second person in line. The second we got out of a uh, um, school, I wow, a lot of hair. Yeah, dog the, hair. <laughs> the second I got out of school, I changed yeah. and I went straight in line with my switch. And other people in line too were waiting with their switches. Because, you know, we're the nerds who are waiting hours for this movie. I, I waited hours. Um, it was so long. I, yeah, it had it was somewhere from 3 to 5. Jeez, um, Because I got out of school. I started in line at, like, a little bit before 3. The movie didn't play till I want to say it was 7. Yeah. 7.30. But... That's nuts. I would, yeah. not, I would not ever wait a mo- that long for but a fucking movie. But I was second in line, though. The only reason I let a few people go ahead of me is because uh, you have one. You have the first person in line who... I was like, damn, how are you waiting longer than I'm waiting? And then me and then people they know behind me. And it, you know, it gets kind of annoying when they're talking Trying to, to talk each other between and you're you, in yeah. the middle. Um, you might as well just let them go ahead. Yeah, of you. so I, I let a few people go ahead of me. But yeah, I was uh, one of the first people to get in there, so I got one of the best seats. But Nice. I don't particularly like waiting that long for things i've only ever waited like the longest i waited for something was five hours for did you did you ever go to uh california adventure mm-hmm. um well that has the uh, tower of terror which is pretty popular it's obviously not there oh anymore. yeah yeah. uh they came out with the guardians of the galaxy because guardians of the galaxy are some of my favorite movies mm-hmm. uh, i waited for that because that was the that opened up the day i was there i waited five hours to get into that ride and we still weren't even the first people there. You're way more patient than I am. Holy crap! It, it was it was it was a good ride, but it was basically just the Tower of Terror. Just yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, amazing. But 
five hours. And even if you wanted to go on it the next day, you had to go early. The line was even longer the next day. Yeah, hell no. Crazy. Um, but back on topic about the, the whole protest and everything. <clears throat> I, I can understand why non-essential workers are getting peeved off about, you know, having to stay home, not go to work or do anything. Because they're not getting paid. You know, they're, I mean, they got the stimulus check. And, you know, there's some people that have applied for unemployment and they're getting between $2,000 and $3,000 every week. Um, my buddy's on unemployment right now. He got $2,500 just for being on, on unemployment. That's more than he makes at his own freaking job. But um, I can understand why people would be mad. But at least have some common sense as far as, like, gathering. Like, don't just get super close to each other with no mask on. Just because, oh, um, freaking, I need my jab back. You're taking our jabs, kind of mentality. You know what I mean? And well, this picture, I so you're you're not essential. Okay, whatever. Um, uh, unfortunately, me. you know, a lot of us in the military had to be. Um, unfortunately, to some, fortunate for others. Like I said, two weeks is just. I, I just can't do that. Um, but this picture, um, you know, it's not this clear in this but when I saw the pictures up close but so far there's only just barely a few people the only reason that this person has their mask on because crazy or not this is a superintendent of a school well yeah and okay so that a, would make sense she got a lot of backlash for that because superintendent of a school going to this gathering of 31 people I forgot that it even said the amount of numbers when I was saying 20s 30s no it was 31, 31. people and you can see most of these people don't you have a mask on. You have kids. You can see all these yep. little small things. And then, small things. Um, <laughs> all these people are do not have masks. And off-roaders. Oh, my God, dude. Off-roading community. I don't want to get into that. No. That's so nuts. Like, okay, you want to defy this stuff. You want to protest. You have the right. But when it comes to endangering others, um, especially your own children... How, how is that smart? Yeah. How is anything you're doing smart? Uh, if you want to protest, do it on your phone. You know how vocal people are, are now. You can say anything you want. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to get 31 people together, including a bunch of children. Exactly. It makes no sense. Like, I can understand wanting to protest and doing all that stuff, but at the same time, when it comes to exercising your right to do anything as, you know... As given by the Constitution, you also have to consider how that will affect other people. Don't just be selfish about it. You yeah. know what I mean? And I mean, if the, if that was 31 people, no children, sure, you guys want to you guys want to get hurt, um, you want to get contacted with the stuff, go ahead. That's That'll be uh, karma for uh, how dumb you are. Right. But um, I obviously still don't do it because you're going to get other people sick. But you, you involve children in this mix. You do not be doing that stuff. No. Mm-mm. Or just don't do anything that's going to harm any other person in general. Yeah. That's that's a huge thing with, like, a lot of people who say, like, oh, I have my rights. Like, yeah, 100% you have your rights. But this how is, is that going to Yeah, how is that going to affect someone else? You yeah. have your rights, but this is really not the time for that. Exactly. Like, I, I don't, I'm not saying give up your rights because of what's going on. That's not at all what I'm saying. You will always have your rights given to you by the Constitution and no one else. But what you need to consider is how are other people going to be affected by your actions 
just because you're basing your actions off of your rights. Yes, you have the right to do something, but that doesn't mean it's not going to hurt somebody or affect someone in a negative way, especially in this situation. Um, I think South Africa has the freaking lowest um, cases. South Africa has... Why is my cat going through a bag right now? <laughs> we, have a, we have a trash bag in our office of clothes we want to donate, and my cat is trying to pick out something she wants, I guess. She's just screwing around the bag right now. Can you grab her for me? She knocked this one. <laughs> anyway. Meow meow. Uh, but anyway, South Africa has a total of 4,220 cases and only 79 deaths. Where? In Africa. South Africa, sorry. What's the numbers? 4,279 deaths. 4,200 cases and 79 deaths. That's like... That's a very low amount. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't know how, really how spread out Africa is. Um, I'm pretty ignorant when it comes to the knowledge of over there, but Same. that's still really good. Uh, let's see. Ooh, <laughs> I need to know a place. India. India? You know how populated India is? Dude. I need to know their numbers. So, I just saw... I'll look at that up in a second. But I just saw an article that says... One million respirators acquired from China to Canada, unfit for coronavirus. You think? That's where the freaking virus came from. They're going to give you stuff that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, let me look up, uh, let me look up India real quick. <clears throat> India, coronavirus. Deaths. No, not deaths, just coronavirus. Uh, let's see. Is India the second most popular pla- populated place? I believe so. China? I believe so. They only have 24,000 confirmed cases and only 779 deaths. What? In India? Mm-hmm. What the... Wow, that is astonishing. I'm going to look up the population of India. Uh, let's see. India population of 2020. Yeah, now, I, now I really need to know. Holy crap! <laughs> Dude, they have over a billion people living in India. That's what I was talking Holy about. Holy crap, man. Oh, my they gosh. They have to be doing something right. They have <laughs> 1.3 billion people living in one country. <laughs> that is nuts. Well, would you say less than 1,000 deaths? Yeah, not, not even 600. It was like 500. Or no, sorry, 700. I'm sorry, 779 wow. deaths out of a billion people. <laughs> 1.3 billion people. <coughs> oh, I'm coughing. I got it. I'm joking. I don't have it. I promise I don't have it. Please don't call sexual on me. <coughs> Compared to our population of 328 million. Dude, that, that's so crazy. What are, we, what are we doing so different? I have no idea. That is nuts. They have over triple our population. and God, what are they doing? I didn't even know that many people lived in India. <coughs> that is insane. That is insane. What's the population of China? Dude. Oh my gosh. Dude, that is nuts. I'm I can't I can't get over that. The Indian population is equivalent to seventeen point seven percent of the total world population. Seventeen percent of the world lives in one country. China's not that far. Look how big China is. Oh wow. Look at their population. They're actually more than 
uh, India is. I, I knew there were more, but they're not that much more, though. No, they aren't. China has 1.393 billion. As of 2018. Oh, they're more by now. But, yeah, definitely 100%. more, but for how close they were compared to these three, that's crazy. Now, let's look up the China Corona, which... Obviously, we're not going to get an accurate representation of their numbers. Let me see USA 2019 instead. Let's see. So, according to Worldometer, China has 82,000 confirmed coronavirus cases and only 4,000 deaths, and 77,000 have recovered. How how many cases was it? Uh, 82,000. 82,000. Out of a billion. That is nuts. That is so crazy. That's what it says of China? Yeah. Which, again, I don't know how accurate that is because China's not giving out their real numbers. As far as I know, they're not. <clears throat> Dude, what the hell is my cat doing? Hang on, I'm gonna grab a cat. She's being annoying. Stick in the bedroom. What are you doing? Meow, meow. What are you doing? Oh, don't meow at me. Cases, like I said, we don't know okay. the hundred percent facts of uh, of uh, China, but um, if you close that door for me, for as much as this is confirmed, we have uh, a third of the cases. Jeez, almost a million confirmed cases. Almost three. Yeah, but almost a million for us. Yeah, that's crazy. Dude, holy crap! We've got a third of it. That's that's that wild. Is- we're not doing something right, in my opinion. We're doing, there's something we need to do better as far as, you know, maintaining the infection. Obviously, it doesn't help with all these freaking people protesting and getting other people sick. There was this one guy who was, like, he was, like, a uh, someone who was in charge of one of the protests, and he was saying that the quarantine was BS or whatever. He died from the virus. I mean, that sucks that he died, but, like, the irony of that is a little too... You know, like well placed. The quarantine is—it's like you can't even say it's—it's it's BS because, um, like, look at the cases we have. Imagine if we didn't quarantine. You know how worse that would be. Dude, we—we probably have the majority of cases if we didn't all, quarantine. All that numbers would probably just been us. Yeah, that's nuts. Man, that Canada thing's still funny to me. Uh, let's see. Apparently in Spain, there was a 107-year-old woman, Ana del Valle, who beat the Spanish flu in 1918 and has now also beaten a coronavirus infection. Good for her. Especially considering her age. That's that's crazy. What is she doing? She's drinking bleach, man. <laughs> She's injecting that yeah, Lysol. <laughs> uh, let's see. Indonesia reports 396 new cases of coronavirus for a eight thousand for a total of eight thousand six hundred seven cases and only seven hundred and twenty deaths. Um, oh damn Turkey has quite a bit. Turkey has a hundred thousand cases and twenty six hundred deaths. Oh my gosh, my cat is so persistent. She just freaking opened the door. <sighs> That's nuts that we have over almost a million people infected.
effect or confirmed case. I don't get it, man. I don't get why we're it's infected. It's, it's crazy so our numbers because you can look at um, some numbers of some uh, other states. You know, a state that I'm still still not convinced. You know, it's really that real or not. But Wyoming, Wyoming's got seven deaths. So, <laughs> then no one lives there. <laughs> like it says, a confirmed of. Uh, 473 cases yeah I didn't even know that many people live there but I mean it's still but the numbers of that are still good like a whole state like yeah just 7 deaths in that one and we have 52,000 yeah that's yeah. crazy that, why is my dog making noise now my sorry my pets are just interrupting the podcast right now my dog's puffing and puffing <laughs> what and my cat's over there playing with the freaking bags <laughs> you said that it's just <laughs> What? Okay, you guys are kicked out. Sorry. You guys are getting kicked out. Come on. Come on, let's go. Leave. Bye-bye. Go away. Okay. Good lord. I love them, but they're a pain in my butt sometimes. Uh, in case y'all are wondering, I have a dog named Hope. She's a golden retriever lab mix. She's 13 years old, but still acts like she's three. Um, and I have a cat who is a sphinx, but she's like a certain breed. She's like a bambino. I forget the whole title of her breed. But um, she is not even one. She's like six months old, I think. How did you say Hope was? 14? Hope is 13. 13. Yeah. I'm so glad this doesn't affect animals, you know, this whole crazy stuff, because... It can. I, whole, it can I'm i just glad it's not at the extent of a human, because I can tell you, I love my dogs more than people so much. Yeah. Um, fortunately, I don't get to see them. They're with my family. Right. Um, I'll get to see them whenever I get to go back to my family, but uh, I couldn't even imagine losing them. That'd be... Obviously, losing my family would be the worst thing, but yeah. my dogs are also my family, so that would just be absolutely terrible if dogs were contracting it like the way we are. They, it is possible for them to get it. I don't think the infection rate is as high, though. Like they can't get it as fast as we can. Um, but yeah, that would suck. I would freaking ball my eyes out, dude. I'd freaking go to China and just go crazy. You killed my dog. Uh, let's see. All I'm seeing for articles for the dogs, they were talking about the first dog that died. Mm-hmm. That there was some that tested positive, but the first that died from coronavirus was Hong Kong. I don't know how many have died since these articles, but there's like articles all of just this one dog. <clears throat> so apparently in Vietnam, there were two children in Hanoi that used their savings to purchase twenty thousand face masks and were sent to the UK. So that's, that's so cute. Oh my goodness. I like that. That's sweet. I think we should start donating to places that could, uh, or just like start up some places that could be building masks, even just cloth ones. You can tell, just like we were talking about Japan. Um, I would donate to that. I think that'd be a good cause. Yeah, for sure. Cheap materials for a cheap mask. I They're probably already doing something like that, and I just haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But if I do find something, I would be more than glad to donate. So we can get this all over with. They've been saving for years, apparently, in order to buy 
I guess they were just saving for another reason, but they saved enough to have enough money to buy 20,000 freaking face masks. Two kids. That's nuts. That's awesome, though. So I'm, I hope they get reimbursed afterwards. <clears throat> for that's, sure. That's great. That would be awesome. The amount of people they get to save because of the money they save for themselves, not being selfish. That's like, that goes into what I was talking about with uh, adding kids into the, um, into those little protests that they were doing. Like, <clears throat> kids are so pure. They're so, they're so great. Um, oh, no, I'm missing kids that were borderline devils. Terrible, yeah. <laughs> uh, these kids were, I don't know how they are, but, you know. They looked enough. like they were about, like, five or six years old. Oh, just early? Yeah, they were super young. They're just little kids. Um. And in Vietnam, too, you know. Yeah, Vietnam. I don't know, depending on what place they are, if it's, like, the most fortunate place, maybe not. That could be money passed down from parents or something like that. Yeah, for sure. That's money that they can make their life better, but they gave that away, which is... And they even have kids working, so they might have just earned that money themselves. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I don't even know if there's anything else to discuss. Um... I mean, there's a lot of things with coronavirus. There's a lot of opinions. Um, people have different views on it and stuff, but I think we all have the overall opinion that it's just a terrible situation and people need to stop being ignorant with it and just start listening. I don't know where this website got their number for the China coronavirus numbers, but apparently China has made no reports of coronavirus deaths for 10 days straight. Uh, a dozen new cases were reported Saturday, 11 brought from overseas, and one local transmission in the northeastern province of, I'm not going to try and pronounce that, on the Russian border. Health officials told the Associated Press, currently there are 838 people still hospitalized with COVID-19 in China, widely believed to be the source of the worldwide pan- pandemic. Believed? Really? You're trying not to pronounce that? Yeah. <laughs> not screw that. I don't know, I'll try <clears throat> So... It's a province in China. It's called Heilongjiang. What? Heilongjiang. I'm butchering that. I know for a fact I'm butchering that, but that's how it's spelled. Uh, see, another 1,000 isolation are being monitored as either suspected cases, no, oh, excuse me, or having tested positive for the virus while asymptomatic. Uh, so wait. So, the, wait, it just said China reports no coronavirus deaths for 10 days straight, but then they just put in here, China has reported 4,632 4, deaths among, among uh, 82,816 cases. So is it, it, they just haven't reported new deaths in the past 10 days? I don't understand that. I don't understand why they just can't be honest about it. Uh, like, we know, <clears throat> we know where it's come from. Uh, yeah. That's already out, so just, just let us know. We need to know these numbers. Yeah, it's... I don't know, man. I'm just... I'm just going with the flow at this point. I'm just waiting for all this to blow over. I'm just sitting here praying that the... Out of all these things getting closed, please don't close the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I'm big for the gym, so please don't close it. I'm not even going to the gym anymore, man. Like, as much as I want... Like, yesterday I contemplated going, and I was like, man, I don't want to deal with all that. It's, a, it's understandable your opinion is. on it. 100%. It, it is understandable, but at the same time, it's like... I don't want to worry about... You know, keeping six feet away and not spotting my buddy and doing all this other stuff while I'm working out. And I'm sure as hell not wearing a mask 
while I'm working out because I'm going to be sweating like crazy, barely able to breathe. This dude had a mask uh, both yesterday and the day that uh, last time you worked out with us. Yeah, I saw him. But he had his mask, but it was down here. Yeah, he was I actually didn't see it around his mouth. Yeah. I didn't see it at all. Um, and like I was saying earlier with the mask our job makes, I could not work out with that thing. I will... I will pass out, dude. That's did you have you seen? Uh, did you see Sanders with uh, the mask on her face? No. Like she she put it on and it covered half her face. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that thing's way too big for you. <laughs> it's funny the reaction too because I walked into um, our main shop and for some people that might not know, with our job we have uh, uh, one main shop which covers uh, things such as parachutes, night vision goggles, survival kits, uh, different type of parachutes, blah, blah, blah. And then we have fighter shops, which is everything a pilot uses. Um, so we have three fighter shops and one main shop. But I go into main shop where they're making the mask. And the second Sergeant Cruz and Mr. Westfall see me, they're like, because I was wearing I was like, are they wearing masks over there? Mm-hmm. No, I was wearing a mask. Because, you know, they were spread out. But um, uh, they're like, yeah, that mask is a... Is really big. Yeah. They, that. they were like, and then they started like touching the mask and were like, all right, so maybe this is where we can, you know, change it and stuff like that. And I was just like, you guys really touching my face right now? <laughs> um, but it's understandable that they wanted to change the design because that thing is big. Yeah. I, I could never imagine so Sanders. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to give credit to, I don't remember who made him. Was it Sergeant Perry? Um, and I'm someone not, else. I'm not too sure who started it. I thought originally who started it was, um, I want to say, uh, Master Sergeant Cargill. Uh, Master Sergeant Ashton and I thought they mentioned another name in one of the first videos that um, Colonel Campo had posted Mm -hmm. um, because it was in our sewing room they mentioned someone else's name but I don't know who it was I've never met the person but when I walked in there um, because when I heard that we were making the mask I was like oh so AFE's making them but when I walked in there to go get some stuff from the, uh, the inventory it was everyone in our test group was there were people I've never met. I think they were Intel. I'm not sure, but there mm-hmm. was about there was more than four people wearing masks. Yeah, making masks, you know, spread out apart. So, right. Th- thankfully, it's not just us making them. <clears throat> they pulled some other people, um, probably some, you know, of the uh, the ones that had a lot of off time, non essential, whatever. Right. Um, maybe they had too many people in their job, so they could spare it. Mm. Um, but they had quite a few people making masks. I think they're still making them. Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, but, who, shout out to whoever is making them or did make them. Obviously, there needs to be some tweaks with the yeah. size of the mask and everything. But you guys are awesome. Thanks for you know making the mask for us um, and our squadron. I think they actually distributed it to the, the whole squadron. I think so. They were pumping out quite a uh, quite a bit, which is really great for them. I'm actually yeah. glad it's not just our job making them um, that they got help because then that means we can make even more faster, uh, which is amazing. Right. Because... Um, I don't know any other job that so so it makes sense to go toward to us but to give us people yeah to do that that's it's a really great move yeah i think we're the only job as far as i know that actually utilizes uh sewing machines as part of the job as uh part of the job that's all i've heard yeah too, so that's have you heard what our nickname is mm. so excuse my language but apparently our nickname is stitch bitch <laughs> really? <laughs> that was that was something my recruiter called uh, called me whenever I told him what my job was. He's like, "Oh, okay, so that's what you are." And I'm like, "Oh, I guess so." <laughs> Damn, it, that's funny. I love it. I think uh, we have a really great job. I, I love our job, man. It's, it's awesome. It's so much. I'm so glad I got this job compared to others that I've heard because I even went to another job for a day, 
and I'm just like, wow, I really would not want to do this yeah. all the time. It's way more uh, in depth with um, technical stuff. That's not. I'm more of just a hands-on physical worker, so that's yeah. actually good for this job. Plus, you can get lost in it too. Like you can sit there redoing something and talking to someone at the same time and not miss a beat of our yeah. job. Yeah, just yeah. expecting gear and stuff like that. And it's not hard. Our job is uh, our job is really great because yeah. you just have to get used to our tos and obviously pay attention to detail um which uh our qa is pretty into depth with that which is great shout but out. it makes sense yes shout out because you guys are doing a fantastic job but it makes sense to um be as persistent in that stuff because parachutes i mean i mean once if a jet's going down once it's egress that sends the the seat out right mm. once egress sends the seat out that's up to us all us yeah, yeah. That's everything we have, our harness, our, um, our parachute, depending on where they're at, mm-hmm. you know, their survival kit. That's, you know, it's nice to have that um, that feeling of being so important. Maybe mm-hmm. since other jobs aren't taking our job seriously from things I've heard, um, which, which sucks, um, I think a lot of people uh, deserve a lot of appreciation for the things that they do. Um, but, yeah, it's a... It's a pretty big responsibility that we have. I think that one of the coolest things about it is like that we have such a good relationship with the pilots, which are obviously officers. Yeah. As opposed to other jobs where if someone saw an officer, they'd probably crap their pants. Yeah. <laughs> but like they with us, stiff and yeah, with us, we like just talk to them like they're normal people because that's exactly what they are. They're normal people. Just because they have a higher rank than us doesn't mean you know you can get a you know acts like they're royalty or something you yeah know? And i mean treat them with respect obviously you know they're they're officers you gotta treat them with respect but they're you can have a conversation with an officer just like i would with you yeah you know what i mean like even in basic there was uh, a lieutenant i forget his position in our squadron but um there was a lieutenant he came into our flight and everyone was all tensed up like all on attention and stuff but he just told everyone just relax sit down and just had a conversation with us you know just asked us about what's going on with the flight and everything and all that stuff. And it kind of made me a lot more comfortable with officers, especially being in basic. Um, and especially being in our job, like you can have, I can have a conversation with the pilot. Like it's, you know, it's just a normal guy. That's yeah, exactly what he is. But now this is where I'm not too sure exactly, but um, <clears throat> I, I know we give the, uh, the respect of senior NCOs, especially when all the, uh, when a chief will come to our job and stuff. Um, will you know respectfully you know feet uh, feet across or you know hands behind her back do we have to do that to the officers as well when we're indoors i'm actually not too sure because i'm so used to just being around pilots having gloves on doing work and they'll they'll talk to me literally in the middle of something or have me do something so that's i'm not used to having a conversation just standing there that's exactly it like if are we supposed to it depends on the situation like if in our job like when we're working on stuff and they come in you know you just casually talk to them same thing with like a chief you know that even when colonel campo comes into our shop because he he's probably definitely with colonel campo yeah yeah but like we just talk to him like he's normal you know he's it's colonel campo but he's he's a normal guy yeah i'm just thinking like you know if they if they're talking to us on the side of like a commander's call or something like is it like uh it's an Air Force thing. Is it more just a respect thing to do that, or is that something like we should? Like, do you think you'd ever get called I'd out for not being a parade rest 
for an I officer. Mean, I'm I, not used to that. I'd say so. it's more of a preference or like a, a thing of respect. Like I probably would do that because of course I've, I've saluted pilots on the flight line. You're not supposed to, but I do it out of respect. Yeah, like, have a good flight. I salute them, and you know I've been told like you don't have to salute them. You're on a flight line. I'm like I don't. Know, I just do it out of respect because I, I feel like that's the right thing to do, thing to do. Um, but like in a formal setting, like commander's call, like you said. Or you know some kind of ceremony or something, then obviously yeah you have to be more formal, you have to be progressed and stuff like that. So because I, I get when we do it with officers, um, just one little side note, something I had mentioned before, um, something I'd like to give a little shout out to any senior NCO. Um, honestly, this is my per- personal opinion, but I think they also deserve to get saluted. I know we don't, sure. but when you have a senior NCO that's been in for over 20 years compared to an officer that's been in way less. Um, obviously, officers deserve the respect for the position that they got, but I also think the senior NCOs really deserve it. Yeah, They've been in sure. that long, and I've met uh, quite a few that are just amazing. I mean, we have a senior NCO in our job who's just, who I feel like just treats me and as well as many others just like as like a son or a daughter or something, and I'm like, you've been in for that long. You are a senior master sergeant, mm-hmm. and... You're just, you're just a really great person. Yeah. Like, you know, other NCOs I've met who uh, who just don't seem like... I'm not going to say they're uh, respectful. Just they don't seem like as uh, humble as this senior NCO who's been in for over right. 20 years. I totally get that. I, I, I personally think an, uh, a senior NCO deserves to be uh, saluted. That's my opinion because I think, you know, once you've already been in for 20 and you decide to stay in longer, that's a... That's pretty amazing, the dedication you have. Especially, like, with Chief Master Sergeants. Like, dude, if I ever met Chief Master Sergeant right, I would, I don't know, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, I would no, I would I go to salute him, like, oh, he's not an officer. Uh, wh- wait. Sorry, sir, uh, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to change myself. I'll be right back. Dude, my friend from tech school met him. Uh, Airman Ladner, chatting you out right now, if you're listening. But she met him, and she posted on Instagram. I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous. Uh, why? <laughs> I know he's just a person, but like it's like I want to meet him. Yeah, you know, he's at the top. It's that's the same thing with like rank and personality. Like those two go together so well. You know what I mean? Like if if you have that personality of a leader, which he one hundred percent does, of course, and he has that rank on top of it, you're gonna get you're gonna be treated like a celebrity. Like there's no doubt about it. You know, obviously he's he's a normal guy, but he's the chief master sergeant of the air force. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like he you you have to treat him like he's a celebrity. There's no other way to. Yeah. I just think uh, you're at that rank. Yeah, Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force um, or just a Chief Master Sergeant. Like, I just think they deserve that respect. They've 100%. Been, yeah. They've been in longer than I've been on, alive. They yeah. got into the Air Force before I was even born, and guess what? They're still in the Air Force while a lot of people aren't doing even a full 20. Yeah. They'll get out as a staff or a tech or make the master and then, like, call it quits or something like that. Right. For me, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Um uh, I'm really uncertain. Like I said, I've only been in for a year and a half, but I really just want to get my degree in whatever job it is. Whether I stay in 10 years, everyone's like, oh, you should just stay in another 10. Uh, you're halfway there. But I got to do everything again. And I already <laughs> got my degree in what I, because I joined the Air Force mm-hmm. to get my college because I wasn't, I didn't have good opportunities to uh, do that or else I would have had to work for a while to get the money. Right. Um, and um, I'm still basically making the same money as I was before, but the Air Force. Air Force has amazing opportunities for college and stuff, but these people have been in longer than I've been alive. Right. I think they deserve to get saluted. For sure. That's 
at least some respect. Yeah, everyone's like, you know, talked about them and parade rests and stuff like that, but is that it? Like, obviously we give them the respect in our tone, especially even with just NCOs, but this is this is a senior NCO, though. That's a lot of dedication to get up to that point. Because sure. you've had, we have people in that have been in for over 10, 13, whatever years, and still a staff mm-hmm. compared to um, these people who are the senior NCOs, you really have to get there. I heard you can make Master Sergeant, and then you really have to try hard to get senior. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, you're going to have to try hard to get very difficult chief as well. So mm-hmm. you, you make Master Sergeant, amazing. That's uh, that's awesome. Now you make senior. That's, like, even more amazing. Yeah. It just gets more amazing after that. And even, well, even Master Sergeant is pretty difficult to get from what I've heard, but... I think any NCO deserves respect. Yeah. You know, and uh, the saluting thing, I don't really have an opinion on that. If they do implement that for some reason, that's fine. But I think any NCO deserves respect because of their position. Yeah, they all deserve respect. Um, Maybe not the saluting to an NCO, because when I become an NCO, I don't see myself getting saluted, you know. Right. Um, Obviously, I would have done a lot of stuff to become an NCO, but not enough to... Uh, get the respect of a whole salute. Right. But a senior NCO, you know how much they've done. Yeah, they've done they, a lot. They need more appreciation. Sure. Um, we just got way off topic. We were talking about coronavirus, but that's okay. Uh, I don't think there's anything else other than, you know, China lying about their numbers. Um, I'm sure we can bring some, any, any new things to light in a future podcast. Maybe. Anything with a, something worthy of an opinion on. Yeah, for um, sure. I know we talked quite a bit about the coronavirus, but uh, there's just so much to it right now. This yeah. is, like, such a terrible time. Yeah, it sucks that everyone's going through this, especially if you're getting sick or, you know, you have someone in your family that died from it. Uh, my condolences to you and your family. Uh, stay healthy. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Don't drink bleach. Don't inject Lysol. Don't do any of that stuff. Don't be please. in a social gathering, please. Yeah, don't. Or if you do, don't involve your own children. And if you absolutely have to, just wear a mask, stay six feet away, do all that stuff. And even if it's a cloth mask, just look at all these other countries. They're doing really well with just a cloth mask. So yeah. at least have just something. Even yeah. if it's a sock, please just put it over I mean, your nose and mouth. Just save up your money. If you are able to save up your money, just go for you know a mask that's actually effective. It may be expensive, but it's worth it for sure. Because um, you're saving other people as exactly. well as yourself. Exactly. So, do you have anything to add? I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. I will be posting the new episode every Saturday between 10 and 11. It's actually 10.30 here, so that's perfect timing. Um, so make sure you follow us on our uh, pledge, us, pledge to us. How would you say that? Pledge to our tiers on the <laughs> Patreon. I don't know how to say that. Um, contribute to our Patreon. There we go. Make sure you contribute to our Patreon. Follow us on social media. Uh, I'll be sure to put our social media uh, links in the description for this podcast and on uh, everything else. So thank you guys. I hope you have a wonderful evening, afternoon, morning, whatever time it is you're listening to this. And stay safe, stay healthy.